So, uh, you just got back from Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah Dragon Con. So, um, you know, did you, you know... Uh, um, see cool costumes? No, no, no. You got back from Dragon Con. I couldn't go. Did you... See some stars? Celebrities? N- no. John Paul, did you... Have a good time? Did you get me anything? Oh. Yeah, we'll start the show. You are listening to the old Titans. Emphasize that old a little bit too much there, I think. But anyway, this is John Paul, one of your co-hosts. This is the main co-host who's currently present list from John Paul, the B-Man. Hey, you got a Coke in front of you? you I, I do, and I bought myself. Oh, well, yeah, okay. My birthday well, is Sunday, by the way. They didn't know that. Oh, my birthday is Sunday. Actually, you know, my birthday is okay. Sunday. I'm just going out there again. That's birthday what, is uh, what? Three days away? Yeah, that's I that's a long time. What is, is it three? I don't even know. Today. What did you say? Thursday? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Three days away. Yeah. Happy birthday, B-Man. Yeah. What time of day? Do you remember what time you were born? I have no idea. Uh, I don't remember anything. I was 7.50 in the It was 42 years ago. Yeah, well. 7.50? Well, yours was like 80 years ago. So we that one. was 50 years ago. Yes. Almost 50. 50 almost 50, 50 years 50. ago. Not quite, but almost It's going to be an awesome birthday party for you. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Don't leave your office that day, John Paul, because I'm coming. Okay. Well, with that, today we're doing a special Dragon Con recap episode. That I wasn't attending. That you were not attending, but it was your idea to the recap episode. It was, because, so um, okay. you know, we talked about MegCon earlier, and yeah. both disappointed. Yeah. So now I kind of want to live vicariously through you for this one convention, because unfortunately I was not there. So that we don't lose the chance for you to make fun of me for only having DC news, we'll mention at least one DC item. Um, Batman Day is coming up. We don't want to forget that. You mentioned your birthday is on Sunday. Yes. The Saturday after that, Batman Day. Which you mentioned next week as well, because we record every week. Yeah. But I will say this, John Paul, because uh-huh. you were gone, it felt like my sidekick's gone. Because oh, I'm like right. the Batman, you're the Robin. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so um, it, it, it was uh, kind of sad, but I'm glad you're back. I'm glad I'm back. Yes, um, yes, yeah, yes. it's you can be gone. You can be at Dragon Con too long. I don't mean anything about Dragon Con, but you can be at anything like that too long. And if you are, you start you know getting burned out, and then you start having negative feelings. I left when I still wanted more, so that way I'm looking forward to next year already. Now I'm just surprised because not even started the Dragon Con episode yet. You brought in these two books from Dragon Con. These yep, essentially magazine. One's like a this thing's gigantic. Yeah, now that one's similar to what Megacon does. Megacon does give you a book with all the um, <clears throat> the stars in it. Yeah, Megacon's there's like literally like a third of this, if the, not no, even oh, a yeah. third of this. Yeah, something like that. So um, they've got they had a lot of celebrities there. Right. Um, yeah, the, the, so the book you're looking at is the main program. It does have all the celebrities with, with the pictures, a little bit of write up of each one, plenty of ads throughout. You know, so they can pay for printing yeah, books and make extra absolutely. money. It'll also have a list of all of the uh, comic. Artists and writers, the bands. Um, there's a bunch of bands that show up there, um, from the Crux Shadows, Voltaire, um, the Misbehaving Maidens, um, the Double Clicks. The Wrestler Sting was there. What's that? I met him before, actually. The Wrestler Sting. Oh, yep. Wrestler Sting. Um, there were a lot of cool people there this year. Um, so I do want to get some questions about who you met here, because there's a lot of, like, Tom Welling, I didn't know was there. And I'm sure you went to a lot of panels. I went to a handful of panels. I won't say a lot, but I went to a handful. Define a handful. Um, let's see. Across um, Thursday nights when it starts. Okay. So Thursday night, all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then half of Monday. Um, so you're talking three full days and two half days. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe seven panels, if you count the ones I was on. Okay. Um, 
So it was it was cool. Um, uh, if you want to, I can start with some of the panels. And what, what, what panels were you actually? What panels were you on yourself individually? All right, so the ones I was on, um, I do it in reverse order. My my favorite, Legends of Tomorrow, which I know you don't watch, but Legends of Tomorrow. That panel was Monday morning, so it's on that. And that was your panel. Did you promote Old Titans? Uh, yes, I did. did Every panel, know? I promoted Old Titans. I made sure to get up there, and everybody else would always say, and I, this is not. Every panelist I was on with, except for one, um, was great. One was okay, because I. Um, but most everybody was great. Most most everybody was um, really good, very personable. You could tell they had podcasts and were used to talking. Um, that was great. However, most of them would say, "Hey, I am you know John Paul, and I have a podcast, The Old Titans. Love it if y'all listen to us, and so on." Nothing wrong with that, right? Right, right, right. I always like to introduce it a little bit different. I always like to say, all right, and you know, usually they're going down the table, and I'm usually not first, but I guess maybe once I was. But either way, it's like, yes, uh, John Paul Estes, I'm not in the industry doing this stuff professionally, but like everybody else, I have a podcast. And I'm a little bit older than some of the other um, podcasters here because uh, there's a couple of them who are definitely in their 20s and right, right. other ages. A little bit older. Um, and I love DC. And you all have heard of the um, Teen Titans, right? And the new Teen Titans, right? And I'm kind of looking around. People are nodding. Like, um, even just the plain Titans, right? Well, me and my co-host are a little bit older, so we are the old Titans. And they all laugh. And um, so it, it, you know, kind of... Did we get a shirt? With the old Titan shirt? I brought the shirt. I never got a chance to wear it. Oh, man. <laughs> I was in costume on the panel, so... Uh, that's fair. I, I understand that part. I mean, this, this is exciting, man. I mean, I'm glad you got his name out there. Because while you were gone, I look at the Twitter feed a lot. Okay. And our Twitter, we had 88 messages wondering where B-Man was because John Paul was killing it. And like, he's, you know, he's kind of, we, and I was like, you know, give the guy a chance, you know, kind of give him a little golf club every so often he talks. And so I hope they gave you two really well. I see. Yeah, they, they, they did. It was, it was good. And uh, I will say, actually, while you were gone, in your honor, I started watching The Flash. Hey. Season four. Season four the or season five? One. Okay, I think it's five, I think. Maybe it's four. The one, I think it's four. Whichever one it is. The most recent I, one. I'm going to say this because I will actually... You know, trash. The, I, mean, I love. I enjoyed the first three seasons. Just the story was the same story. Yeah. Hey, the speedster you're working with is a bad guy after all. Really? Right. The first two episodes were amazing. <laughs> I'm actually just. I love both the episodes. Well, good, good. Um, it the season ended really strongly. Um, I will say not. I don't want to spoil anything. There was one part of the of the storyline for the year that I got kind of tired of, but there was a lot of stuff I really, really loved throughout the season, and then. It had an incredibly strong finale. It was it was one of the strongest finales they've had. Just the beginning episode I saw was, um, you know, he he lost his mind. You know who he was? Like he's writing things on the yeah. His house is bitching that kind of stuff. Yeah. And going kind of crazy. Iris wants to snap back and she gives herself up. He goes, "He'll come for me." Right. And that was so awesome that he, you know, you know, Joe tells him and he snaps out of it and comes right for her. Yeah. Awesome scene. No, it was great. So anyways, yes, I'm going back to Dragon Con, but I just want to tell you that little cool no, thing. No, well, that's cool. Well, I did not do the Flash panel. You did um, not. Okay. I did the Supergirl panel. That was another one. Okay. Um, third year in a row that five panelists, four women, and me. So I get to be the one male representative on the Supergirl panel each year. Which well, is that's good. Cool. Yeah, and then, well, you all like Twilight, so that's good. I do like Twilight. I'm sure they like Twilight as well. And Dawson's Creek and all those kind of things. Well, yeah. And then the first panel, so I'm doing in reverse order, the first panel was the Justice League panel. Okay. So that that was probably the um, 
Probably the best run panel. Was it about Justice League in general or Justice League movie? The movie. This is this is oh, since so the movie came out since last time. So nobody was there. I'm assuming this panel. Yeah, it's a pretty good turnout. I'd say each of the panels probably had about 50 people. I know you're trying to get a joke in there. But no, I am because the movie was pretty bad, but that's yeah. cool. There, there were probably about 50 people attending each of these panels. Okay, which is pretty normal for these kind of things. Uh, there, there's there's always a couple that make it up to 100 people, and there's a couple that are less than 50. But these these probably all averaged about there. So that was fun. Okay. How many people actually thought, because I know, you, like last year, you kind of mentioned, hey, on your show you do this, they thought you were part of the show. Are you getting those questions this year? One. <laughs> okay. Not so much one question, but one person in the audience um, for one of the panels, the Justice League panel, uh, we're talking, and everybody on the panel, everybody in the audience enjoyed the movie at different levels. Some people enjoyed, some people loved, different levels, except for two people. Two people were not big fans of it, and that. That was fine. It was good to have. I was actually there. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, it was you in disguise. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there was one guy who enjoyed the movie, but when it was brought up about Green Lantern, yeah, because one of the questions that the moderator asked was, if there was you know something you could add to the movie, like a character or something you could add to the movie, who would you add? Then we went around. Then he went around the audience and asked different people, and somebody mentioned Green Lantern. And this one guy who'd asked a couple different questions, good questions. He, he was a very good um, audience member asking decent questions. It's like. Well, I think that's y'all's problem. If, if y'all ran the movie differently and actually included a Green Lantern in there, I think we would have enjoyed it more. So maybe you want to take that back and think about it when you're working on the second one. I, I'm not getting it word for word exactly how I said it, but that was kind of the gist. And, was like, and that's when it clicked. He thinks we're part of the studio and all the rest. Have some autographs. There you go. And I, I made sure to mention in one of my follow-up comments somewhere in there that we were not part of it you know i made sure to mention you're just fans. fans and i would have said it you know like they'd like a little broadcast of the news station and the team in the background you like a spaceship crash yeah that'd be kind of cool i think because he would figure it out in a coast city or something like that was it coast city or somewhere else it was coast not. city was it coast city coast city was green liner okay yeah they, they had terrible names central city and i kind of it's okay so dc always you'd made it made up names okay so, so we got your uh starting starting off thursday Okay, so Thursday. Um, back in the day, back, oh, this, this, this has been going on now for 32 years here. Um, back in the day, Dragon Con was something that started Friday evening and went through Monday morning. Right. And eventually Friday became Friday morning. And so, of course, the vendors would have to show up Thursday night to get the rooms, you know, the dealer's room set up. Right. Um, a few... The um, track directors would have to show up to get their panel room set up. And with more and more people showing up Thursday night who were not um, just attendees but were working, as soon as they were done with their work, they would have to blow off steam. And, you know, some parties formed and some groups and almost families, you know, you kind of family away from home families. And this kept growing and growing and growing to where Thursday night became the informal beginning. And everybody hit the ground running Friday morning. Well, a couple years ago, you started having a couple of official parties Thursday night. This year, your ticket now was for actually Thursday all the way through Monday. Thursday is now formally part of it. And those people who were showing up before Thursday night now show up Wednesday night. So Thursday was so the Friday. So it's going to become like a week-long thing? It's going to happen sooner it's, later. Everybody was joking about that, that eventually, because there is stuff on the weekend before. I think there's like Bra- Dragon Con Night at the Brave Stadium or something like that the weekend before. Um, so since Wednesday's already becoming the new Thursday, and like 30% or more of the people show up on Wednesday... Um, it won't be long before that's Tuesday, and the minute you hit Monday, then you've got the entire previous weekend in there. 
And I was going to say, Red Sox were playing in Atlanta that weekend, too, as well. Okay. They beat them all games. I didn't watch it. I wasn't there. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Okay, so... You, you so, Thursday, so th- get there Thursday. We get there about um, 11, 1130, 12 at the latest. Turns on the year. But this year, got there between 11 and 1130. Um, I was really worried about, you know, what parking would be like and um, check-in at the hotel, that kind of stuff. Pulled up, parked, walked in. I was like third in line. Our room was ready. Check-in time was not official until 4 o'clock. They had a room ready for us. We rolled our stuff up to the room. And by noon, we were out of the room ready to get our badges. So, I mean, that was one of the most efficient check-ins. So the Sheraton did a great job. So Sheraton is one of the host hotels. We stayed there. And the Sheraton is also where the registration's at. So you go downstairs to the first floor of um, the Sheraton. Not you, The lobby's second floor. So you go down to the first floor. Um, the line went out the door. Down the street, around the corner of the building, and about halfway down the building. And that line was the line towards, to, to pick up your badges. So one thing, here's one thing I do think Megacon does a great job on. They bill it to you. They, they give you the option. They charge you $15, but not a piece. It's as a family. Right. They charge you $15 to mail you the wristbands. I hate the wristbands, but they will mail it to you ahead of time. For Dragon Con, they're very efficient. You get a blue postcard with a barcode on it. And when you show up... Once you walk up to the counter to pick up your badge, you show them the postcard and your ID to confirm it's you. You didn't steal it from somebody. They confirm it's you. They scan the um, card. And within 30 seconds of walking up to the counter, you have your badge in hand. You're walking away. It's very, very efficient. Right. Um, this line that went back and forth and back and forth probably 10 times inside the building and then across the building and then out the building and down the side of the building and across half the other side of the building, we were probably in line no more than 10 minutes. Are you serious? It it moved really really quickly. It you you almost never stop walking, because they have so many windows open, and it's okay. just just constantly moving through. So I would prefer if they mailed it, but it is a badge, not a wristband. It's nice. Every year there's special artwork done just for it. So I've got a collection of those, and this year for the first time in a long time, they give you a lanyard to go with a badge. So you have a lanyard badge. You're ready to go. You're you're all set. Maybe next year the middle to. Yeah, so by 12.30 at the latest, we were done and ready for lunch. So um, I would say from that point until the evening, it depends on what you're doing. If you're a newbie, I've never been there. They have a couple different panels, kind of um, orientation, learn where everything is at, that kind of stuff. Don't have to go to it, but it's actually kind of recommended. If you've never been, go through one of their walking tours. They show you where all the different hotels are and all the different stuff. That was really cool. We instead go around and... um, Visit the room where I'm going to have my panels. Visit with people we know who are there. Uh, hadn't seen them in a year. Talk to them. Um, just a lot of socializing for the next probably three hours, four hours. Um, then we usually do some kind of change for dinner and whatever parties that first night. So we go back, change, go to dinner. Uh, the first uh, night we had um, dinner with Yasmin and her family. They were there. We were hoping she'd be here on the podcast today, but obviously... Not here. Yeah, not here. That, that silence would have been her talking, but... Um, yeah, she's not here. She's not here. So, yeah. so uh, we had dinner with them, and then we went to the first party that we went to. Um, I want to say Thursday night, there were probably four different parties that I'm aware of. So Was it a costume party? Hmm? A costume party? Um, people are in costume all over, yes. There, there's lots of costumes okay. going on. I did not do a costume Thursday night. Um, I tend to do the costumes during the day, and they get more casual at night. But there were, there were a lot of costumes that night. Good. Including Karen. She was a Supergirl. That was okay. when she did her Supergirl bit. Um, so we went, and we went to the Stranger Things awkward 80s dance high school dance party. But you don't like Stranger Things. No, you can't go to that party. You take that back. 
Well, you like one of the human beings. Like, three people even ordered like Stranger Things. I didn't say I didn't like it. I didn't see why people loved it as much as they loved it. Because it's a great show. It was good. It was great. I enjoyed it. It was great. I say I enjoyed it. You hate, you love Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know. Uh, okay, go ahead. But anyway, so it's an 80s dance party. Um, that was kind of cool. It was awkward? Eh, probably if you looked at some of the dancing, yeah, it was kind of awkward. Okay. There were some really cool cosplays there. I saw a cool um, ginger bent uh, female doing Ace Freely from Kiss. Okay. That was kind of cool. Um, saw a lot of Stranger Things costumes. Saw um, a couple of dancing dinosaurs. You know, there's those blow-up dinosaurs. They're everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't get the fat in that. But I, I don't either, but they were there. Um, a lot of 80s. 80s costumes in general. Most of the 80s costumes, they did Stranger Things stuff. But there was a lot of 80s costumes. Okay. Um, that was kind of cool. We danced until 10, 11 at night or whatever it was. Um, so it was kind of Thursday night. If we were not older, Thursday night goes until like 1 or 2 or 3 a.m. Yeah, I'd probably be... Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to with it, man. 10 so, o'clock is time for me to go to bed, man. I'm telling yeah, you right so, now. So that was Thursday night. Friday kicks off with um, our first cosplay, Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl. Yeah. I'm sure people loved you for that. Actually, they did. No, nobody loved you. Photos, left and right. You make no loved sense. it. You make no sense. Loved it. Uh, we decided we'd hit the dealer's room first thing, Friday. Uh, dealer's room, gigantic. Three full floors, the America's Mart. Very large dealer's room. The fourth floor is their comic and pop artist alley. So kind of the artist alley for Megacon. Right. Which I don't know about you. That's that's become my favorite part when I go into the dealer's room area. I, I want that original art. Not, at Megacon, I can't let's wait any Megacon this year. So go ahead. Well, the artist stuff at Megacon was yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I go with that one. That's yeah. good. Um, I know one of the one of them was really, really good there. Um, I think you might know her. Oneida. Um, Oneida Lou. She was at Me- uh, DragonCon? No, she's at Megacon. Yes, she's a great artist. So if you happen to be at a convention and you see a artist table... Um, Tell the old Titan Center. There you go. Um, and buy something. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's good. She, yes. She's not sponsoring us. Just a friend a friend of the show. How about yes. that? We'll get her on the show. show next time. Yeah, that'd be good. Get, get her perspective from going to a bunch of these conventions from, from being the, an yeah. artist behind the, you know, behind the scenes. Absolutely, we'll do that. Kind of cool. Um, so the dealer's room was really cool, very crowded. Um, that line... We were almost at the very beginning of that line because, well, it's Friday morning early. We got over there. We woke up early and um, got over to it. At one point, the line went around the block in a full entire time, and it was like a two-hour wait to get into the dealer's room. Really? We didn't go then. We didn't go at that point. Um, But at one point, it was that long um, throughout the weekend. That was on Saturday, I believe, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, dealer's room was cool. And then we went for the most important photo shoot, because they have a lot of photo shoots. They have Star Trek photo shoots. I'm and, sure it's a DC one. Um, Stranger Things photo shoots. And it's a DC, DC one. photo it shoots. A DC and, one? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. This was the Legion of Superheroes, which is a DC comic. But it, Legion it, of no, Superheroes No, you, you, you just lied. It was it's DC related. No, there is a DC photo shoot, though. Nobody cares about Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. We've been doing it now for like 10 years or something in a row. So just you two guys in the panel? No, no, no. There was... Um, how many of us were there? 12, 13, 14 people? Yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. No, that sounds we awesome. A, we had a Timberwolf. We had two Brainiac Fives. Did you? That's, that's Cosmic amazing. Boy. Uh, Cosmic Boy, too. Did Super, you have a Madden lad? Uh, yes, we had a Madden lad. Seriously. Karate, karate Kid, too? No, we didn't have Karate oh, Kid. You, know, you had a Madden lad no Karate Kid. Yeah, well, you know. I'd at least call him Daniel and said, hey, Karate Kid. We could have done that. Actually, that would have been really cool. If last year um, they were at MegaCon, if I remember right, um, a year ago, not this one. DragonCon, you mean? No, I think they were at MegaCon last year, weren't they? Um, not that I saw. Both, both the Karate Kid and the Karate Kid. Probably was not this one. We just finished MegaCon, the, the no, previous one. I, I thought not, they were I there. I didn't call this at all. I, I would have paid to see him. I liked him so. 
No, but anyway, wherever they were, I've seen them. That'd be really cool if we'd gotten Daniel LaRusso, you know, um, the Karate Kid to show up for that photo shoot. But no, uh, we had quite a few of us there, um, staged some different classic comic scenes, all good stuff. Okay. Went and got lunch, and then head to the Justice League panel, which was, you know. You did your thing. It, as long as you promoted us, I'm happy. I promoted us. I promoted us. So if you any more Twitter followers, I don't think we do. But go ahead and solicit. That's right. And um, just to help promote another one, um, on the DC Action Hour podcast, which I've guessed uh, appeared a couple of times, they return on October 18th, and I've been asked to appear on there for um, talking about the premieres of all the different CW DC shows. So we will get another mention out there into the world in October. Okay. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going on that day? Um, There's a couple of panels we skipped that day just because it was way too crowded. Uh, that night, though, they had some very cool parties. Probably the best dance party we went to. Um, what day was that? Was it a Stranger Things dance party? Um, Stranger Things? No. Um, but no, we didn't go to it. We already did the Stranger Things party. Okay, so this, each one of them just had this one. Let's see more. Let's see more. Um, they had the Can't Stop the Signal dance, which was um, the Firefly Serenity you know, dance. But the one we went to is the Atlanta Swing Orchestra showed up. They had a room that could hold a couple thousand people. They created a large dance floor, and they had a formal swing orchestra there with swing lessons, all this kind of stuff, and that was really fun. At one point, there were two dancing bananas out on the swing dance floor. I mean, where else are you going to see two dancing bananas dancing to swing music? In Except in Dragon Con. Yeah, that's pretty much right, actually. I would go with that one. Yeah. Can you do a shout-out quick, quick shout-out? Yeah. Rebecca Johnson, she's on the panel with you. It's super girl. Yeah, yeah. She's now tweeting with us. Um, so, yeah, we, we made a connection. Yes, we made connections. She has a lot more followers than we have. So we're <laughs> Well, a lot of these people have a lot more followers than we do. Well, because, she has to be like 2,000, actually. Well, most of the people who have these podcasts take it a little bit more seriously than I do, at least. Um, I'm not saying you don't take it seriously, so I'm just saying me. And go out there and promote a lot and do a lot to really build up their numbers. Well, between the two of us, I think we both promote us about the same. <laughs> okay. Um, we have fun doing this, and that's about it. Rebecca, if you're listening, hey, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, you know, there were a lot of good panelists. Um, there's always every year at least one or two people. It's their first time ever doing a panel. They get kind of nervous. Uh, one of those people, um, Beth, um, she was on the panel last year for the first time. was a little nervous. Did a great job. Did a fantastic job. Since then, she's moved to town. Her and her husband and kids have moved to town here. Um, so shout out to Beth and family as well. Um, in Orlando to, town? In Orlando, yeah. Why didn't you on our show yet? Uh, we should do that. We should do that. Yeah, at least for the next year before they leave again. Because I the, think they're the, moving the leaving, again. How would you, okay. I, I, it's a long story. But good thing is we have somebody here local who might be able to get on the panel. That's exciting. Yeah, she was on the Justice League panel. Oh, then she's probably foolish. Okay. No, no, she was, she was very Okay. Good. No, I'm just kidding, by the way. <laughs> I just I haven't met you. I've got a fool. Her, by the way, her son had one of the coolest costumes at the convention. What's that? He was Figment. And he, he was dressed up full the dragon? body figure. Yeah, uh, That's the awesome. dragon. And um, he's, I would say, maybe 10 years old. I, I don't know his exact age. If, if you're older than that, I'm sorry. But you know, just give you a visual. Right. So somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 years old or so. Um, did a fantastic figment. Pictures all over the place. Um, so that, that was really cool. So if okay. Beth is listening, you can tell your son that he got a shout-out as well there. Yes. Um, so anyways, the dance parties, the swing party was probably the coolest one. Um, hopefully they do that again next year. That was that was just awesome. Uh, they also had a Star Trek party, the Ten Forward party. They had a I said, I said the Can't Stop the Signal, the Firefly party. Okay. They had a um, Star Wars one, and I can't remember. I think it's the last party on Alderaan, so they call it. 
the Star Wars party. I would go to that party. Just in case anything blows up. <laughs> uh, there's that. Um, yeah, there's, there's just so many. The 8-Bit Bash. 8-Bit Bash is uh, the video game tracks party. Okay. Um, so just all over the place. And you know what? You don't have to pay anything extra to go to these parties. You just show up. You're kidding me. No, you just show up. They let everybody in. You know, MegaCon could learn a lot from Dragon Con, I think. They could. <laughs> okay, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Now, they do have a couple of special events you have to pay extra for. They have um, Dragon Con Night at the um, Atlanta Aquarium. Everything at MegaCon you have to pay extra for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you walk in that door, you just... And, of course, it's the aquarium that's charging you to go to the aquarium. Yeah, that's true. And if you go to the Braves game, you got to pay for your ticket to the Braves game. So those yeah. things are understandable. You have to pay for right. extra. But the stuff, the only thing at the convention itself that's extra, um, beyond, of course, food and drinks, that kind of stuff, the only... Extra, event that's extra is they do have a guest of honor banquet on um, I think it's Saturday night Saturday or Sunday night I think it's Saturday never have been to it I've always thought about it each year but they hand out Dragon Con awards and do all kind of stuff that'd be kind of neat okay um, I will say my favorite uh, you look through here you saw several celebrities on there is there any yes. celebrity that you would have wanted to have really met I kind of Tom Welling was interested to see his panel if he has one Tom Welling and Mike Rosenbaum and Aaron Ashmore were all on a panel together he was, really there's Jimmy Okay. Nelson, Aaron Ashmore. So all three of them were on there. No Chloe, of course. We won't get into that, but no Chloe. Really? Yeah, no surprise. <laughs> I get asked. Maybe ask about her. I didn't go to the panel. I, I wanted okay. to go to the panel. I didn't get to. Uh, Kelly Harkins, who runs the um, sci-fi, fantasy, and media track, she did get to. She had a picture from behind um, stage with Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum and Aaron Ashmore. That was kind of cool. So the next time I see her, I got to talk to her about it and find out. Did someone? I hope not. I hope they did. I hope they did. You hope they did? I hope they did, because I want to see the response. Because it's not really trolling them. It's not really asking anything, you know, talking negative about them. It's just... Yeah, I know. You see this coming. Because Rosenbaum did say recently, he kind of... She mentioned it to him, things she did, and he kind of said, it seemed kind of culty to me. Yeah, it was a (laughs) culty. It's kind of culty there. But I would say they look look good in the pictures that I saw. Again, and I did walk around the... um, uh, the celebrity area, the Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of the celebrities. Uh, neither of them happened to be in the room when I walked through, but I saw a bunch of different celebrities in there. You know, people from the Lou Ferrigno's and Gil Gerard era all the way up to um, you know Gil Gerard's still there. Oh yeah, yeah. He must be Aaron Gray. Aaron Gray is there every year. Aaron Gray must look. Oh, that's another event you can pay extra for. I forgot. You can do Tai Chi with Aaron Gray. I would do that. Every morning, she ha- she has a Tai Chi with Aaron Gray. Because there's something that lady's on that just doesn't age her. I know. Or at least ages very, very slowly. Yeah, so that would actually probably not be a bad thing to do. I'm kind of curious what it is. I mean, this herbal yeah. tea, what is it? I don't know. So um, I did have a couple of celebrity moments. We had one that we paid for. Uh, we have our Babylon 5 costumes. This year is the 25th anniversary of Babylon 5. And we went dressed as Londo and Delenn. And Delenn um, herself, Mira Fur- um, Furlan, was there. So we had our professional photograph done with her. That was kind of cool. She appreciated the costumes and that kind of stuff. That was kind okay. of cool. That's, that's nice. Um, and then we had some informal celebrity interactions. Um, three of them. In the bathroom? Well, I had one in the bathroom. Okay, I knew, I knew it was coming. Yeah, coming. one in the bathroom. Brandon Routh, Superman, and now more recently Ray, you know, the Atom on Legends Tomorrow, formerly called Arrow. Um, right after his panel, walking past the walk, uh, walk of Fame, head in the men's room before going to my panel, and leaving the urinal right before I walk up, there's Brandon Routh. We do kind of the, you know, you kind of do the head nod, hi, hi, and passed and kept going. So that was about it. That was that entire experience. Well, but actually, it's just... funny she mentioned this because MegCon, I think I told you. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I peed next to Mickey Donnelly. 
The monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say so Mickey, huh? Yeah. Okay. Try to get a conversation going with him at the time. I don't think he's had about that. No, it's not the place for a little, well, I know, but he really can't leave. No, he can't. There's can't. <laughs> I mean, he could, I guess. It'd be really messy if he does. So, uh, so we had that one. John Barrowman. Ran into him as well. Walking through the Walk of Fame. It's kind of crowded. You know, people are kind of bump into you left and right. No big deal. I mean, he must be fun to bump into. Though. I imagine he would be fun. Well, somebody bumped him from behind. Again, I wouldn't even have thought anything about it. If nobody ever said anything, everybody's shoulder to shoulder. You're, he's not even bumping. You're just, you know, mashed together yeah, yeah. in certain spots. But there was one bump. And then person laid their hand on my shoulder saying, oh, sorry, 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 and leaned over to say he was sorry. And it was John Berriman walking past um, his handler, agent, whoever was walking him to his next panel. And they were kind of hurrying through the crowd. So he was saying sorry to everybody because he was bumping into everybody. But hey, got bumped into by John Berriman. That's cool. And then the last one might be the coolest one. Um, my favorite panel the entire time. I want to make sure to mention that before we run out of time here. So I was born nine to ten months after Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood came on television. I thought that the Great Wall was built. Yeah, not quite. And then about nine months or so before Sesame Street premiered. So Mr. Rogers, they just had the 50th anniversary of um, that show. Right. And next year is the 50th anniversary of Sesame Street. Right. So many of the human stars and some of the puppets and such are doing tours um, out. And Bob, Luis, and Gordon, which their real names are Bob, Emilio, and Roscoe. Bob just went by Bob. It was easy. He's there from the very first episode um, Emilio, who plays Luis, was there from like season three, I believe they said. Okay. And Gordon was the third Gordon, actually, from about season six. Um, he was, anyway, third Gordon for all kinds of different reasons. But anyway, they're all talking. You watched Sesame Street growing up some, right? Absolutely. Okay. Do you remember Luis and Maria? Vaguely, yes. Okay. Luis had to fix his shop. And at one point, Luis and Maria got married on the show. I am this. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. The characters got married on the show. Not the real people. Right. Emilio, um, the guy who played Louise, was already married. Um, and he said, he, he really the story that he would go around, um, you know, when not, you know, not on the set or anything, go out to dinner with his wife. And people who knew him from the show would look at him and, and the women would give him the evil eye. Like evil he, eye. And the men, hey, 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 you know, that type of thing. And you know, everybody laughs in the audience and yeah, appreciate that. He's like, they didn't understand that this blonde woman, and he gestures down to the audience. We're on the front row, by the way. So we got to be on the very front row for the Sesame Street panel, the one I was looking forward to most. Wow. And sitting right next to Karen is Luis's actual real wife. Um, so that was kind of cool. It's a blonde woman. Isn't your wife one, too? Like, yeah. You pointed to your wife, like, hey. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of cool. And they told lots of stories. Uh, we sang one song together. Uh, I don't know if you remember what's the name of that song. No, I don't. What's the name of that song? No, you know, that's good, that's good. You know, just... Anyway, the whole audience started singing along. They were singing along. They told lots of stories. Um, It was was a neat... um, And this part you appreciate, because you've seen some of the celebrities at MegaCon. Yes. And how this year, they really cut short. They were all late. Like 20-minute panels. But they would not stay. So, yeah, they were there for like 20 minutes. Well, Catherine Tate went to see her. She was there. She might have been one or two minutes late, but she was... Virtually on time, and did the full hour on stage, just her. Now you had a full hour. The Sesame Street guys, not only do they show up on time, we all get filed in the room, you know, 15, 20 minutes earlier or whatever, and we're working our way through. We get down to the front row, we're like, hey, they're putting our stuff down. And by the time we get down to that spot, it's 10 to 15 minutes early, and we hear somebody behind us talking. Well, behind us at that point, because we're facing the rest of the audience, setting our stuff down in chairs, 
is the stage. And we turn around, and all three of them are already up there. They just walked in on their own and gotten there 10 to 15 minutes early. So the same kind of lessons they taught us growing up, you know, be respectful and all wow. that good stuff. They showed up early. That is kind of cool. It was very cool. And they sat down, they waited for everybody, said hi, you know, posed for a couple of pictures or whatever. And then you're like, so what are we supposed to be doing here? The moderator's not here. Ah, who cares? Let's go ahead and start the questions. You want to start asking some questions? The moderator will get here and catch up. And they just started the panel. Really? And people kept coming in. <laughs> the moderator actually come in eventually? The moderator, you know, moderator showed up almost exactly on time. She'd actually been at the back of the room looking at some video clips that they were going to show. And she took a while to actually get it under control. And get, you know, they they were just running with it. And it was great. How old are they now? They're going to get up there. Um, Bob looked his age. And I don't know his exact age. But Bob well, looked like somebody who had been on the show for 50 years and it had been there. He was probably in his 30s when he started. Right, so probably in his 80s. The other two look fantastic. The other two didn't look like they were any older than maybe 60-something. They have to at least be in their 70s because they were right. adults when they started um, 50 right. years ago. But um, if I look that good in my 70s, hey, I'm, I'm happy. Um, don't have that long to go. Sure. Comparatively. I mean, compared to how far I've gone so far. Yeah, well, 20 years for you, John Paul. 30 years for you. You have less time to go to hit 70 than you had than you've lived so far. Yeah, In other words, you're over the halfway mark. I'm, more than that to 82 as well, so I guess that makes it... Yeah. That's true. Yeah, when you start thinking about it, it's like, whoa, okay. But anyway, so um, that was the best panel of the day. But Catherine Tate always does a great job. I hate that I missed it, but Catherine Tate and John Berriman did a panel together. So a couple quick things, because I don't want to run out of yeah, time here. Yeah. Number one, favorite thing you did? Sesame Street panel. Absolutely. 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 Favorite, favorite panel, favorite thing I did, seeing my childhood heroes and... The one such. thing you wanted to do, you didn't do. Um, more panels. Um, I didn't do... I'd like to talk... I like talking on the panels, and I would like to have talked on more panels. I was on three of them. I would like to have done even more. Any cool things you buy? Um, the only thing we bought was our two photo ops. We did the photo op of Mira Furlon, and then we did a professional photo as our Booster and Beetle characters. We ended up not buying any souvenirs other than that. Really? Well, I'm, you know, it's... It, most stuff these days you can buy on Amazon, honestly. That most is actually true these days. And... I love buying stuff from the art room, from the art dealers, like we mentioned on Ida earlier, and the different um, artists who do original stuff. I love buying stuff in there, and I thought about it. But I still have two or three things at home, sitting there on a table, that we haven't framed. We bought the frames. We haven't actually put them in the frames and hung them up yet. So, like, no, if we haven't even hung up the last stuff, I shouldn't buy anything new until we find those things. Every year I go, I try to buy at least one thing from there, Artist Alley, the independent artist, that kind of thing. Um, And that's one thing I think MegaCon got wrong as well, not to keep trashing the MegaCon and price DragonCon. But it's like, DragonCon is what you're saying is you pay your entrance fee and you're there. You're there for what yeah. you want to do. What you want to do is your fair game. Yeah. MegaCon, you pay entrance fee and you just get access to the dealer room. That's all you get. Pretty much. But yeah. I said, I, can, I go to Amazon, buy the same thing, I'm getting the dealer's room for cheaper. So it's cheaper really, or the same price without standing in line. There's really no point. Um, any cosplayers charge money that you saw? Kind cosplayers? Of the, yeah, no, they charge. No. no um, that was a big thing in MegaCon this year that really bothered me. No, um, there were no, there's no, like, like MegaCon has, you know, the celebrity area and then the like professional cosplayer area. There is no professional cosplayer area at DragonCon. They're just the people wandering around the place, um, and nobody charges. I don't know if it's against policy. I think it is. I think it's against policy, but nobody charges for anything. Everybody's there to show off their work. And that's the way it should be. I think yeah. in cosplay. So just ballpark figure out every ten guests that showed up. How many people were actually in cosplay? Easily five out of ten. Easily five really? out of ten. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't seven to eight. 
Really? Yeah, it's it is it feels like the majority of the people are and some of them are simple. Some of them are, you know, throw on um well, if somebody has their kids along, throw on their Halloween costume. Oh yeah, yeah. Some I, of them I, are get simple. You, I get you there. Some are ridiculously complex. I saw three different transformers. They're like seven or eight feet tall and fantastic looking. There's a Megatron, um, a um, Soundwave. I can't remember what the third one was, but just incredible detail. Um, and then the mashups. Dragon Con's become very popular with the mashups. Everybody has, but yeah, that's coming into a thing now, yeah. which is cool. I like that. Yeah, um, the French Kiss was really cool. And I guess you retweeted some pictures away. Like, I've retweeted. I got more to do. More to do. But French okay. Kiss was three guys dressed as mimes, French mimes carrying around baguettes, with their makeup. They did Kiss makeup. From the that group. is cool. So they were the French Kiss. How many Deadpools? Um, there were some Deadpools. Not not a ridiculous number. Good. I'm glad. I mean, I love Deadpool to death, but there's there's more Harleys than there are Deadpools. Um, but luckily, the Harleys don't. Get as obnoxious as, as those two. Like those are probably the two most popular cosplays. You think? Yeah, probably the two most popular. But that, again, that was fading. I would say I probably saw almost as many Supergirls, and um, oh, there was one other one that I remember. I was going to wanted to make sure to mention. I'll come back to me in a minute. But there were a lot of specific characters. Oh, Beast Boy from the Teen Titans. I saw a ton of Beast Boys. Really? And I don't know. Maybe because the show's coming out? Well, you got the new live-action show. You have the Teen Titans Go that's still popular, whether we like it or not. It's still popular. And they just had Teen Titans Go to the movies. Sure. Hit the theater. Sure. Um, so you got so many different Teen Titans things that Beast Boy was all over the place. Um, a lot of Nightwings. Nightwings a popular one. A lot of Supermans. But I think Supergirl because of the TV show, of course. And... Um, uh, oh, lots of Wakanda. Lots of Wakanda characters. Um, and that's not, that movie's kind yeah. of big. Kind of big thing. Yeah, just a little bit. Any Thanoses? Any Thanos? Yeah. Um, it's kind I, of saw lot, I saw lots of the um, Gauntlet. Thanos. I don't remember seeing a single Thanos. I saw no two different Dark Sides, and I don't remember seeing a single Thanos. That's crazy. That movie being as yeah, big I, as it was. Now, I did not go to the Marvel, giant Marvel photo shoot. That's the place I saw the two Dark, dark Sides. So it could be... That there was a Thanos at that, and being right. bigger and bulkier, maybe they didn't want to, you know, walk around in it. And don't get me wrong, there's eighty five thousand people or more there. I did not see everybody. There's there's plenty. So uh, next year, I guess you're planning on going again. Oh yeah, all four days, or oh, five days next five year, days, six days, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I think next year we showed up Thursday for the last several years. Next year we're thinking about showing up on Wednesday. I'm getting closer to joining you one of these years. My daughter's getting older. Yep. I'm still in her because her size she might be easily lost in the crowd. But. Yeah, I still do not necessarily recommend it for little kids that much um, because of the crowd and most of the stuff is aimed at older, right. um, older kids. Older kids. It, it's not an adult thing. It's just it's um, it's just not aimed at little kids. That being said, they do have tracks just for kids. They do have ones. Um, they had acting for kids as a track. Okay. They had. Um, one year, I don't know if this year or not, but one year is building Star Trek um, spaceships for kids. Okay. All kinds of stuff. So there, there is programming for kids. And the 80s awkward dance party was labeled as family friendly. And any news you heard? Of, anything about it? No, not, not really. Um, the only thing that was newsworthy was just the day before, Wednesday night, um, the DC Universe live stream thing with Kevin Smith came on. That wasn't really related to Dragon Con. It just happened to come on. So a lot of people were talking about it the first day or so. But that's it. Oh, I don't know if you knew this or not. The second trailer of Halloween dropped. I heard about that. That and Predator. I'm going to talk, going to yeah, talk about Halloween, but yeah, the Predator yeah, yeah, yeah. trailer actually looked kind of cool. But The first trailer didn't look at all Predator. I'm, I'm going to see it. It's Predator. Of course I'm going to see it. But... So how did the Halloween one? I only 
Well, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be the best movie of the year. <laughs> That's okay. all I'm saying right now, yeah. man. I mean, get what you, I mean, I know you're not really care. So, what time of the year is it come out at? Close to Halloween time, actually. Time? Wow, crazy, that... isn't it? The marketing on that is genius. I mean, I'm like Star Wars, who doesn't I mean, I release the movie on May 4th. I mean, I, you got to admit though, the producers, actors, everybody, they got lucky that. When they picked a date, Halloween just happened to fall right there this year. <laughs> it is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it could have moved to April for all we know, you know. I mean, no, they're, they're, it's going to be early October, which is, you know, get people locked. Yeah. But, yeah. Believe it or not, I'm planning on seeing this one. I'm actually planning on seeing it. I, I would never have guessed. You wouldn't really? Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That was the other costume I saw everywhere. Michael Deadpool, Myers? No, Deadpool, Harley, the most. Right. Tons of Supergirls. I have a feeling possibly one of the most popular costumes... Was um, the clown with the red balloon uh, Pennywise? Okay. There were Pennywises everywhere. It, it, it was it was ridiculous how many Pennywises there were. Really? Yeah. Were they good costumes or were they? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't swear one of them was good, but there were a lot of really really good ones. And I saw one that was done as kind of a um, Victorian era, like uh, it, was, it was a girl who did Pennywise. I mean, you could tell it was her with the red balloon and all that, but she did it as kind of I think Belle's gown and Beauty and the Beast. You know, the big flowing yeah. ball gowns that kind of stuff. The hair up in the big curly poof and stuff, but all done is Pennywise, and it's that's kind of cool, cool mashup. Yeah, so I don't know if she's supposed to be a Belle Pennywise mashup or something else. That'd be kind of dark if it was. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Penny Bell, um, Bell Wise. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, it's kind of odd. But anyways, so that's probably about it. Looking at the clock on the wall, we're probably using it most of our time. Do you have any other questions? No, nah, yeah, good man. I mean, glad you're back. Yeah, you next year we do need to get you there. Um, do think it's the best convention in the country. Not that I've been to all of them in the country. Maybe one day. Maybe that'll be a retirement goal is to visit all of them. I do want to go to the Dragon Con. Um, that Meg Con's probably a waste for me. So, yeah. All Hopefully. Right. So, um, since this was kind of a special episode, we're still holding on our question. I can go back to that next week. Go, like back, go back to that. We'll probably, at this point, I have to go back and listen to what the question was <laughs> to figure out what, what it was. was. Yeah, that's okay, though. So, for John Paul. Be man. And the old Titans, we are out of here.